words on water. This episode is brought to you by WIN911. WIN911 helps protect over 18,000 facilities in 80 countries by delivering critical machine alarms via smartphone or tablet app, voice, text, email, and in-plane announcer, which reduces operator response times, system downtime, and maintenance costs. From building more resilience into water distribution and wastewater plant systems to helping shave millions off overtime and downtime costs, it's critical to resolve problems before they impact customers. WIN 911 makes it easy to deliver critical alarm information remotely to the right person at the right time, maximizing system uptime while reducing maintenance and staff costs. For more, visit win911.com. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Loop. Going to talk about how utilities monitor for problems and get alerted to any problems. Joined for this episode by Stephen Rebus. He is product manager for WIN911. Stephen, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Travis, for having us. I appreciate it. I'm very curious. This is a kind of new ground for us to cover in the podcast. So I'm I'm looking forward to learning a lot here myself and and sharing this info with the audience. Let's uh, let's maybe take a look back to start things here. How in the past have utilities monitored what's going on and been alerted to any problems with processes? Sure. Um, So typically what what you'll see in a, in a water plant in the past where when you needed someone to monitor a situation, there's several different ways people would go about it. Uh, you could have a man control room in a man control room. That means that there's someone there 24 hours a day. He's looking at a screen or he's looking at dials. If there's ever a problem, some abnormality, then what they would do is either go fix it themselves because they're the on duty operator or they would call somebody. I've seen, I've been to sites that aren't even water plants that where they have security guards that literally watch a a list of, or a screen with alarms on it. And when something goes wrong, they have a checklist and they'll go one by one down a checklist, calling people in the middle of the night, hoping that they respond. And, and, uh, and they just, and if, I guess, I don't know what happens if nobody <laughs> responds, they just start back over and start calling people at the top of the list again. But uh, what you'd see more more often was something called an auto dialer, which is a hard a piece of hardware that typically ties into a, a PLC, and you set up alarms in this uh, in this uh, auto dialer. So it's a very manual process. You got to go get your serial cable connected to it. Uh, they're a little. Some of them are a little more modern today, but that's the way that it was. You have these auto dialers hit, hit, uh, hook them up to a certain I/O point. When an alarm occurs, it calls some hard-coded phone number, um, and that's the way people would be notified. Mm. We've also uh, been in the business for a long time. When no one's been around making software since the early '90s, in fact, that's why we're called Win Nine One One. If you 
I remember back then everything was called Win something. There was Win amp, Win zip. That's why mm, it's called Win nine one one. Okay. Um, so if anyone's ever wondered that, that's why. So we again, we've been in the business for, since the since the early nineties. So a lot of customers are using our our old software um, to uh, to notify people. So. Okay. There's a there's a lot of different ways. It varies from place to place, but typically it was the auto dialers. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, you hit you hit on this a little bit, but I'd love to to dig into it further. The drawbacks of some of that approach. Oh, you sure. Know, why 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 it's problematic? What what uh, negative things can happen from some of these different kind of uh, you know auto dialers or security guards just watching things as, sure. as the way to do it. Well, um, when it comes to a manned operation, I think one of the bigger drawbacks is response time. You've got to, someone's got to see it on the screen. They've got to uh, decipher what the alarm is, figure out who needs to be called, and then finally call them and hope that they even answer. Um, so that's one of the bigger problems. Also, just having them there, the cost for the cost for employing them and having them stay overnight uh, because you need to watch your operation. you got to pay them 24 hours. Um, overtime or on call duty that kind of stuff um and if your response time is pretty slow then you start to suffer the cost of downtime unexpected downtime if it's if it's a water plant i mean that could be pretty bad um it could be any but any process where you have unexpected downtime you're typically you're going to lose money when that occurs and uh, I think you asked if it's still being used today. Auto dialers are, I mean, both of these things still are used today. Mm -hmm. uh, people man their plants and and use auto dialers. Um, uh, so when I went sometimes replaces these things with uh, with our software, they'll replace um, 24 hour uh, manned operation. But a lot of times when I one becomes the main method of notification because so customizable and quick to deploy and then they'll rely on auto dialers as a backup so if it's working and it forms as some it it operates as some form of redundancy then sometimes they'll keep that around and they won't get rid of it um but um another problem with it still being used uh, some of these auto dialers is they typically use phone lines to make calls or to call out uh to people and those phone lines aren't being maintained anymore the copper lines up on the poles and when those when a phone line goes out, they the phone companies don't come and replace them unless I guess maybe if you pay them a lot of money to come out, but but typically they're they're going by the wayside. Sure, sure. All right, let's move a little bit from the past into the present more, and um, I want to talk further about what has changed in recent years and what kind of the more modern approaches are. How how the the best systems work, um, and yeah. Sure. Um, well, like I said, Winnowin's been around for a long time, so we've been doing this uh, for a number of years. What uh, what we're seeing now is people want things quicker, you know. Um, and with Win Nine One One, we can send you notifications in several different forms. We can call you, we can email you, we can send you a text message. Uh, but we've also uh, invested a lot of um, time into our new mobile app, which we call Win Nine One Mobile. Um, which is really easy to deploy. To deploy, people just you set up your WinnowN system. It uh, WinnowN itself automat can automatically get alarms out of your SCADA system, so that you're not reconfiguring everything. Once you pull those alarms in, they just come into your mobile app, 
as push notifications and you open the app and you can see the alarms and it's all happening in an instant. So there's really no, the response time's really low. It's as soon as the alarm occurs, it pops up into your phone. Um, so that's what we're, we've been moving to um, for a, a more modern approach and we'll continue to uh, invest in, in our mobile products. In fact, we've just uh, released a new version of mobile where you'll be able to not just get your alarms uh, from from your process, from your plant, but you'll be able to see who's on call, make changes to your call out order, change schedules, uh, view alarm history. Maybe you have a, a daily stand up at, at your plant and you wanna see what happened the day before, you can pull open your alarm history, see what happened and discuss it with the team. So uh, we're trying to, like I said, push push more and more toward the, the mobile side of things to make things as quick uh, quick as possible. Yeah, mobile. Mobile is, seems to be the way that everything is going these days. Mm -hmm. uh, what processes are utilities paying the closest attention to now when it comes to this monitoring and, and being able to have alerts? And then kind of the second part of that, why is, why is rapid response important for those processes sure. that they're the most concerned about? You know, I mean, it's hard for me to say specifically what processes they're they're looking at, but one of the one of the things that we know our customers are concerned with are things like chemical levels in the in the treatment and the water treatment. You've heard uh, in the past of uh, some people hack into some system and they raise the chlorine level and 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 then that becomes a huge national uh, media story and that's never good. So. Things like that, people are very hyper aware of. And when those type of things happen, when I can notify you, say, hey, chlorine level's a little bit too high, you should probably do something about this. And then there's other things like, you know, water spills and uh, tank levels, gate valves, the typical stuff that you would see at a plant. One thing I would say about uh, what people are monitoring is that it's important not to monitor, monitor too many things. Um, a lot of times we'll come across a, a customer who's just monitoring everything under the sun. And when you do that, you start to get, I, I don't know if the technical term is called alarm fatigue, but that's what it is. You have so many alarms in your screen. How do you know when you get a new one and how important that is? So it's always important to go through alarm justification process so that when an alarm is being sent to you, you know, it's serious enough that it was sent to you and you need to do something about it. Mm. You mentioned, you know, systems being hacked into, and there's obviously a, a real uh, growing concerns about cybersecurity issues these days. And I'm just kind of curious on, on, you know, your perspective on that and if how that might be increasing the interest and need for, for monitoring and alerts. Sure. Um, well, yeah, it, that particular scenario where people can hack in and change uh, chemical levels, that's always, always important. So, you know, people are paying attention to it. And the traditional notification methods that we now and used in the past, like uh, calling you on the phone or SMS or, or email, those are, are typically pretty secure. And with window and mobile, um, when we were rolling that out, we had it, we actually had an existing mobile app that I think we released it back in, and for the time it was it was okay but today no one would deploy because of the architecture and so we know that cybersecurity is incredibly important so when we created our new mobile app 
we worked with several large organizations to validate the architecture, make sure it's secure, and that they would deploy it within their uh, within their environment. And not only is it incredibly secure, but it's incredibly easy to set up. So um, everything is is pretty much you put in an account and sign uh, hit go, and it starts working. Um, but yeah, cybersecurity is incredibly important, and we're always staying on top of things. We've uh, it's important to stay uh, stay current with updates because nowadays it used to not be like this. There are so many uh, vulnerabilities that get posted, and the vendors like us stay on top of those things, release updates, and um, to mitigate all those problems. So it's it's, it's important to to upgrade in the past. I don't, this is kind of changing. People would set up a system in a water plant and leave it for 10 years, and then they wouldn't change mm. anything. They wouldn't mm. update it. Everything's validated. It was really difficult to get anyone to update anything. That's kind of changing now, and we're able to get people to upgrade uh, as needed when, when there's any kind of security issue. Sure. All right, last question. This is where you pull out your crystal ball a little bit and, and look into the future. Um, kind of I'm curious of your thoughts on how these tools and approaches could change in the years ahead as technology continues to evolve. We know how rapidly things change. Um, yeah, what do you what do you kind of maybe see as possibilities well, out there? Yeah. Um, well, there's several things there. There's one, there's the cloud is everyone's moving everything to the cloud and there are some things in a in a process in a in a plant that i don't know will ever move to the cloud of like an actual plc that's connected to sensors and i mean there's some level of control that i don't know if people will feel comfortable moving that to the cloud but there are other other uh, pieces like what we do alarm notification that would fit perfect in the cloud um and there's other there's other technologies that also fit uh, perfectly in the cloud. I think we'll start to see more people moving that way. Um, uh, the mobile app is is like a it's a hybrid hosted deal where some of it's in the cloud, some of it's on prem. Um, so I think we'll continue to see that. Um, there's also things like with alarm monitoring, with the way you set up our stuff is very. Um, you have to know what you want to monitor. You point it to a SCADA system. You say, I want all the alarms with some high severity or something like that. In the future, you could see us doing things uh, with AI that automatically determines what you need to uh, be monitoring. Here's something that's abnormal. It's like, well, you normally wouldn't see this alarm with this alarm. I need to notify somebody about that. Uh, I think we're going to start to see things like that in the near future. Um, but I think the main thing will just be as you move stuff to the cloud, things will start to move at a rapid pace. You don't have to wait around for updates. Things get updated instantly. People want things quicker. Um, they want access things to, to things quicker. They don't want to wait around. So as the new workforce comes online, I don't know <laughs> to what to say. They're gonna, they're not gonna be happy with things like phone calls and listening to a text right. speech engine, except. Maybe they do. That's what all those TikTok videos are, all those things. But, um, that's, a, that's great yeah. perspective, right? Like the next generation is is in a different different lane when it comes to tech and, and their expectations. Mm -hmm. And they will they will probably play a huge role in driving the evolution of this area. But uh, yeah. Stephen, thank you so much for the for the perspective and information. Uh, good, good stuff. And thank you. Sure. Thank you again. Thanks for having us. And uh, we appreciate your time. Words on water.